Father, help me, please, to deliver your word uh, the way you showed me, the way you spoke to me, Father, and, and the way I heard it. And Father, I pray that, that every word that comes out of my mouth is a hundredfold seed. That as our people receive the seed, Father, just like a tornado, their lives will be caught up in the whirlwind of heaven. Amen. Father, I pray for the glory that is on your word to be manifested in this room. I pray, Father, that as I speak, that their eyes will be open and their ears will be open to the realm of heaven. And Father, I pray for the realm of the supernatural to become natural right now. Amen. That they will see and hear things that I am not saying, but they would see what you're displaying. That their eyes would not be limited to just the description in English, but the sound of heaven. Their eyes would see colors like they've never seen colors before. Their eyes would see visions like their mind would see visions like they've never seen before. Vivid. Right now, Lord, I thank you for every person that is here. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'm already feeling heaven in this room. So before I get into the prophetic word, I kind of told you what this year was all about last week. It kind of slipped out of my mouth and then I was like, I, oh. Uh, and then I emphasized and I, it became a God moment. And I was like, Lord, you know, I was hoping to keep it a secret till this week, but then it already slipped out. And 2019 is the year of the promise. The year of the promise. And um, it's so amazing that um, it's the year of the promise, and I said that the Lord is calling our church to be a Joshua generation, a generation that will inherit the promised land. Do you remember that? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to now take a few minutes to lay a foundation for the prophetic word because you really need to get the foundation. It's a sure foundation before I release the word that will really transcend you into another dimension. Okay, so you need a good foundation. Say good foundation. Right. So when the Lord said that we were going to inherit the promised land, how many of you uh, know that we are not Jewish people? Right? We're all Gentiles. And if you're a Jew in this room, you're a Gentile today. The Lord says that we will inherit the promised land. And for us, a land is really not what we're looking for. You know that, right? When, when the Lord says we're inheriting a promised land, he, he's not talking about land and, and houses and cars and money and wealth and none of the material stuff is not, he's not, what, he's not talking about that. He's talking about a generation of people that will inherit the promise. Some of you are excited about it because you know what I'm talking about. There's, a, there's something about inheriting a promise versus the land. Because the land 
Today it can be flowing with milk and honey and can be flowing with lots of good things and all of that kind of stuff. And, and if people come and dwell in it, they, they partake of the land and it might deplete of its resources. But when you inherit a promise, ooh, now that's totally different. You're inheriting a promise which is a seed. The promised seed is what we're inheriting in 2019. When you have a seed, it doesn't matter where you go on the planet because that seed, which is an incorruptible seed in you, now starts bearing a harvest that is incorruptible. And when you bear a harvest that is incorruptible, every land that you go to becomes the promised land. You can live in the middle of the wilderness and experience the promised land. Oh, I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody in this room. You can run to the furthest part of the world and you will still be fruitful. That's why God is calling a generation of Joshua's who have been faithful to Moses in the past year. Right? Who've been faithful. God has chosen them to now inherit the seed of his promise. You need to understand that it's very vital for us to, to lay this as a foundation because what we want from God is good things. What we want is a better job. What we want is a better salary or a better life or take me to a better country. Or we want all these things, but we don't want the very thing that attracts all those things. If you understand that in you in, when you inherit the promised seed, that promised seed is so incorruptible that all of creation is looking for incorruptibility. That when it finds out that a son and a daughter of God carries the incorruptible promised seed on the inside of them and it's beginning to bear harvest in your life, now all of creation shall be added to you. The promise that God has given us has been a promise from the time of Abraham. This promise is not passed down from father to son. It's passed down from generation to generation. And it requires you to believe the promise in order for you to inherit the promise. I would love for you to go to Romans chapter 9. We're going to read a, a, a little bit of scripture. And uh, then we'll head into it. Because I really feel like this foundation is very important for us. Are you in Romans chapter 9? Right. I tell you the truth in Christ. I am not lying. My conscience also bearing me witness in the Holy Spirit that I have great sorrow and continual grief in my heart. For I could wish that I myself were accursed from Christ for my brethren, my countrymen according to the flesh, who are Israelites to whom pertain the adoption, the glory, the covenants, the giving of the law, the service of God, the promises of whom are the fathers and from whom according to the flesh Christ came, who is overall the eternally blessed God. Amen. 
verse 6. But it is not that the word of God has no effect. For they are not all Israel who are of Israel. It says in the Bible, right? Read that again. For they are not all Israel who are of Israel. Nor are they children because they are the seed of Abraham. Come on now. But in Isaac, your seed shall be called. That is, those who are the children of the flesh, these are not the children of God. But the children of the promise are counted as the For this is the word of At this time, I will come and Sarah shall have a son. Verse 10. And not only this, but when Rebekah also had conceived by one man, even by our father Isaac, for not the children not yet being born, nor having done any good or evil, that the purpose of God according to election might stand, not of works, but of him who calls. It is said to her, the older shall serve the younger. As it is written, Jacob I have loved, but Esau I have hated. All right, now look up at me. That's a lot of scripture for me especially because I can spend probably three weeks on just that. But I'm going to give you the nutshell version today because I have something more important to give you. The nutshell version is this. God chose Israel. Why? Only he knows. And we need to be okay with it. He chose them first. Out of his mercy, he chose them first. Out of election. He chose them and he decided now that he's going to give them his glory. He's going to give them all his promises. He's going to give them the fathers of our faith. He's going to give them the glory. He's going to give them the signs, wonders, miracles. He's going to give them the prophets, the kings, all of them were given to only Israel so that he could stir up jealousy to the Gentiles and they would call on the name of God. Are you with me? Even to the point of when he wanted to send his son to the earth, he sent them in the flesh through Israel. But Israel messed it up. Israel got busy with trying to do rather than be. Israel got busy, they got sidetracked with fulfilling the requirements of the law on their own rather than allowing God to lead them. Are you with me? This pertains to us very strongly this year. That's the reason why we start off the year with the prophetic word. Why? It's because God is leading us. Do you understand? And so now, because Israel got so busy that when God came in the flesh, they did not even recognize him. Wow. It's like this. You come into church and you recognize your problems more than you recognize God in the room. You recognize your opinion of the church more than his presence in the room. You you acknowledge your opinion more than what he has to say. 
Am I speaking to someone? And when we do that, the tendency is to fall in line with what Israel did. And that is to miss God. But God is saying for Life Church Global that 2019 is a year where we will inherit the promise. We will inherit the promise. Why? It's because the promise still stands. The same promises that he gave to Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and Joshua and David and Moses and Noah and Jesus and all of them till today. We sit in this room to inherit. Not because we are of flesh. Not because we were born from a Jewish mom and dad or Israeli mom and dad and I have an Israeli passport. Hello, let me tell you something. You don't inherit nothing. Nothing from God. To be a child of God, to inherit the promise, you need to believe. All you need to do today to inherit the promises that God is going to give you today is to believe. The promise. See, when God came to Joshua and he said, Joshua, I am, I've chosen you now to lead your, these people into the promised land. Joshua believed him. And when Joshua believed him, what he believed, he, the promise paved the way for Joshua now to enter into the promised land. Are you with me? So today when you believe the word, when you receive the word and you believe the promise that God is releasing for 2019, this promise will pave the way for you to walk in the blessing that comes because of the promise. Are you with me? Every promise from God has a purpose. Please pay attention right now. Every promise from God to us has a purpose. When you receive the promise, purpose in your life is activated. Do you understand? You don't have to decide now, oh, well, you know, I am, uh, you know, I am of John's seed because I'm of John's seed now, of the flesh, I mean, because I'm John's son of the flesh. Now I am now the pastor of the church when John passes away. You know, that stuff is not what I'm talking about. That is the flesh. We be, we've, we've, in, we've brought in too much of the flesh into the church. And we think that just because somebody, your father was the pastor of the church, now you need to become the pastor of the church. No, no, no. In the kingdom, we inherit the promise by faith. Are you with me? So today I need your faith to pull the word into your life because everything that I'm about to say will pave a way for your life in such a way. The trajectory of your life will completely change. If you thought that you were heading in one direction, let me tell you, you were in the flesh. If you thought that you decided that this is what I'm going to do with my life, you were in the flesh. 
Because when you receive the promise of God's word, the promise creates a pathway for you to fulfill the purpose that God has for your life. Are you with me? I know that you will listen to this message all over again because you need to. <laughs> a lot of the times, Christians want favor from God. Anybody want favor? All right, just a few of you. All right, no problem. Anybody want favor? From God, from God. You want favor from God? This is how you get it. When you believe the promise, purpose is activated in your life. When you decide to walk down that pathway, now he gives you favor. Without that, he's not going to give you favor. <laughs> because you're going to do your own thing with your, with your favor. But if you receive the promise, some, some, sometimes, you know, people, people like big prophetic words. Oh, you will be prophet. <laughs> and they think a lot of good things happen when you become a prophet, pastor, teacher, evangelist, all of that kind of stuff. Oh, apostle. Ooh, big, big. Wow. Massive. But they don't understand that when you receive that word and you believe it, it creates its own path other than what you think. <laughs> huh? The life coaches thought that they had their own path when I called them as life coaches. What's happened is they believed the promise. When they believed the promise, the promise creates purpose. It activates purpose. And when you have purpose, there's favor from God on your life to fulfill the purpose. Are you with me? Somebody's getting it. <laughs> oh, pastor, please pray for me so that I can get favor from, uh, give me favor so that, pray for me so I can, God can favor me in my work. I'll give you a promise. When I give you the promise, you believe it. And when you believe it, God's purpose for your life now gets activated. And when you start heading down that road, now he starts favoring you to a point where anything Anything in your path gets moved. There's favor on you. There's goodness and mercy that will follow you. There's protection all around you. Angels are coming and supporting you. When you don't have food, they're coming and feeding you. When you don't have money, miracle money pops into your bank account. Well, let me tell you, if you want to live according to the promises of God, you need to be okay with the purposes of God. When you're okay with the purposes of God, then you will receive the favor from God. When you receive the favor from God, now you begin to live in the blessing of the promises of God. Are you with me? It's a good foundation. Why, why is the promise so important? Why is the seed, the word, so important. Why is the promise so important? The two things that I want to tell you very quickly. The first thing is that our identity is defined by the promise. I'm talking about new now. This is new revelation. This is new revelation. You, you can't think identity like, oh, you know, God loves me. I love God. God's saying, oh, you look nice. You know, you're so pretty. I made you, I love you. No, no, this is function now. 
That's why I'm saying this is a mature word. If you're mature and you're maturing in this house, you will, you will receive this word and go, okay, it's time to put on my shoes. I think God wants me to work now. Okay, the kingdom has begun to roll in this church. We were having a party for four years. Now it's time to act. Okay, all the words that you've received for the last four years, the preaching, teaching, all that stuff, put it into action now. Okay, because it, it's required of you. So your identity is defined by the promise. Paul says that it wasn't, it's not, Isaac was not really born of flesh. Listen to me very carefully. To be a son of God, to, for Isaac to be a child of God, Isaac couldn't become a child of God born out of flesh. Why? It's because when Sarah, wasn't, when Sarah wasn't pregnant, God came and said, at this time, next year, you will have a son. What happened was, when Abraham believed the promise, listen to me, this is phenomenal. When Abraham believed the promise, the promise went into his seed and it defined the identity of Isaac. Wow, come on, man. Come on. The, 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 the promise of God went into Abraham and Sarah and defined Isaac's identity. So even his name, Isaac, is not even Abraham's. Come on, come on. Now I want you to think, every time you walk in and you put money into this, You've received a promise from God. You received a promise today and you now believe the promise. You're not just putting dirhams into that box. What you're doing is the promise comes and defines the seed that you sow. You think the earthly way of thinking is I'm going to sow a seed and I'm going to expect a harvest. You will receive a fleshy harvest. But when that which is spirit has come, that which is incorruptible has come, and you believe the incorruptible seed, now everything that you touch becomes incorruptible. Oh. Everything, every place that your foot shall tread becomes incorruptible. Why? Because the promise begins to define you. The promise begins to define your identity. When you go to work, it's not the good old John that comes to work. When you come to work, now the promise has come to work. Oh. When you're standing up and preaching the gospel, when you're leading worship, when you're, doing, when you're laying hands on the sick, it is not you. It's the promise. The promise. The promise still stands. So the first thing it does is that your identity is defined by the promise. We're going to get some promises that are pretty much out there today. So your, our identity as a church is going to be redefined today. Amen. So the second thing is that our purpose is defined by the promise. God has a purpose for every promise he gives. When you believe his promise, his purpose for the promise is activated in your life. 
Now I'm going to say something to you that might make you feel like God is unfair. Okay? <laughs> but he's not unfair to you. It's called election by purpose. It's election by purpose. When you believe the promise of God for your life, every single person in this room, it's like a farmer that goes throwing seed. The one that grabs the seed and expects a hundredfold harvest is the ground that is good ground. Do you understand? He looks at that ground and he elects that ground. It's election for purpose. He elects you for purpose. When you believe the promise, listen to me very carefully. When you believe the promise, God elects you to fulfill the promise that he gave you. <laughs> Don't celebrate the promise more than the foundation. Because if you don't know your foundation, you won't know how tall the promise goes. That's why I'm taking my time with this. It's purpose according to election, not according to works. After today, you will listen to these words and you will be like, okay, I need to fast, I need to pray, I need to do this, I need to do that. No, no, no. It's by grace. Election by grace. When you receive the promise, you, you purpose gets activated. And when purpose gets activated, now favor begins to flow over your life. And when flavor, favor flows over your life, now every place that your foot shall tread, I will give it to you. Do you understand? You're not just going to work now anymore just to make ends meet and get a house in India or, or get a house in Africa or get a house in the Philippines. Oh, I just want a good life. No, God is not interested in giving you a good life. God's interested in giving you a supernatural life. Come on. You know, God, God tells Moses, he says, I will, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. I will have compassion on whom I want to have compassion. Which means you can, after today, you can do what you want. Fast and pray. Feast and pray. Dance and pray. Roll around and pray. Whatever you do. I want you to know, it's election by purpose. All right? So I'm going to release the word now for 2019. Based on what I read, I saw, and I heard in the secret place. There's a secret place in God that seers go to. Not everybody gets to go there. It's a place that God invites you by election. For purpose. Because he knows John will say he doesn't have that brain capacity to really, you know, interpret for God. What God is trying to say, he will just tell you as it is. That's why he trusts me. Do you understand? 
I'm simple like that. You say it, I say it. Whatever I see, I tell you. So I'm not going to try to explain it. You've got to receive it by faith and allow the Holy Spirit to explain it to you. Okay? It's a place where seers go in God. We call it behind the veil. Okay? For, for us, the people who, who love to see and hear what God is doing 24 hours a day, seven days a week, we're invited into a place, not once a year, every day, in God, where God is literally like nobody else is allowed and God will only show you what he's doing or going to do on the earth because he, he would not do it without revealing it to his servants, the prophets. It's scriptural. Do you understand? Understand? Okay. You know, Kelsey and I had a purpose before life. That was to go to New Zealand, have a nice farm with some chickens and sheep and goat, solar panels on the roof, self-sustained. We don't need to depend on the government. We just live in isolation. And, uh, and then he gave us a promise. I did not know what it meant, but I said yes anyways. See, because that's, God needs simple people, you know. God needs people who don't overthink to, you know, try to be too analytical with God. He, he, needs, he needs people who just say, yeah, okay. Even if it costs me everything, I love you more than my future. You understand? So the reason why I'm saying that is because the trajectory of our life is so changed that when I look back, I can't even believe that this is what has happened in, in our lives. I mean, look, 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 at, look at you. I mean, who would, we've had three or four resurrections in our church. We've had seven, eight cancers being healed, terminally ill people being healed. We've, you know, it's, it's absolutely crazy that, you know, money appears in bank accounts and feathers fall and all that kind of stuff. People lose weight and miracles are happening every single week. We're known in the city to be the church where you need a job, come to this church. Amen. Do you know that? It's so fulfilling to really follow the purpose of God. But it happens by election. He elects, he chooses, he favors. All right? So, the first word for 2019. Promise, purpose, favor. Just remember that. Promise, purpose, favor. The first word for Life Church Global for 2019 is that God has chosen you by divine election for the purpose of demonstrating his glory on the earth. Come on. God has chosen you by divine election which means there's nobody else. Just you're invited into that place. For the purpose of demonstrating his glory on the earth. When you say yes to this word and you truly believe it in your heart, you're not trying to be like, oh, what is glory? What is demonstration? What does that mean? Well, what will I get in return? Just forget about it. Just 
Just say, God, be it unto me according to your word. Wherever your promise takes me, I'm willing to go. That's the simple heart we need, okay? Paul goes on to talk about, in, in, in Romans 9, he goes on to talk about Pharaoh. And he says that God raised up Pharaoh so that he could demonstrate his power and make his name known in all the earth. He raised up Pharaoh, an enemy of the people of God. So that he could demonstrate his power and make his name known in all the earth. Are you with me? You must be thinking, you just told me we're going to have glory. Yes, I'm going to show you how. Let's go to verse 17. For the scripture says to Pharaoh, for this purpose I have raised you up that I may show you my power, show my power in you and that my name may be declared in all the earth. Go to verse 22. What if God, wanting to show his wrath and to make his power known, endured with much long suffering the vessels of wrath prepared for destruction, that he might make known the riches of his on the vessels of mercy. What that means is there are two vessels. One vessel, God has blessed. He's given everything to the guy. And he's raising him up, making him fat. Then on the other side, there's you. You're called a vessel of mercy. You might look at your life and you might feel like, oh man, I have nothing going for me. I have the same job. I have the same irritating boss. But when I look at all my other colleagues, when I look at my, with the people around me, when I look at all the money in Dubai, and I, and I look at all the Bentleys and the G63s and people flying, flying by plane, and I look at Instagram and, and all the fancy watches and everything, you might feel like God has disowned you. But I want to tell you something, that God in 2019 is setting you He's setting them up and he's setting you up. But he's not setting you up and blessing you with all material things. He's blessing you with his seed. He's blessing you with promises. He's filling you with mercy. And when the time comes, God will take a shepherd with a stick to bring down Pharaoh and all of his armies. The way God will demonstrate his glory and his power through you in 2019 is that everything that looked like it was something great will come down to nothing because God will use you to demonstrate his glory in this city and in this nation. Come on. Come on now. It's quite scary because for some of you, you might have to become a little Moses again. And you might stand in 
the metro and you might stand in, 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 the, in the bus stations and you might walk on the streets in Karama and in Sharjah and, and you might smell the dirt and, and you might look at all these people in fancy cars and all that kind of stuff only, only wait, only don't speak against them because you're speaking against your own blessing. Don't condemn. Don't, don't look at them in a bad way. In fact, look at them in a good way. Make them fat, God. Give them more. Give them more. Give them more glory. Give them more abundance. Give them everything. Why? Because the wealth of the wicked is being transferred. When the scales begin to tip, when there's more mercy towards you, then there's blessing towards them. There's a shift that is going to take place in 2019 where you are going to be the head and not the tail. Come on! You're going to be the beginning and not the end. Whew. He says, I desire mercy over sacrifice. Come on. God is saying, I desire mercy. I desire to give you mercy. Why? Because when I give you mercy, I can't judge you. But when I give them abundance, now, see, Pharaoh's mistake was he grew to such a status that he thought he was God and he started treating people like he was God. Let them treat you bad. Let them call you slaves. Let them do anything they want to do to you. But there's a moment in time where God is going to raise up a Moses with a staff you don't need money. You don't need wealth. All you need is a promise from God. Second word. In 2019, I saw a change of God in the heaven. And I saw a new positioning on the earth. The Lord reminded me of a dream I had once where I saw a large snake shedding its skin and revealing its true nature. Upon studying the word, I realized that the Lord was revealing to me that snakes don't resemble curses or sin. But actually, they resemble wisdom. How do I know this? It's not because somebody who's doing deliverance told me. That's all rubbish. I'm not saying deliverance is rubbish. The interpretation of what they see is rubbish. Why? It's because the word of God says, be wise as a serpent and harmless as a... I need you to believe the promise. <laughs> uh, if there's new revelation coming, just believe it, man. Process it later. <laughs> huh? Serpents are God's creation. You understand? See, in, in the new, you have to have a fresh perspective of what God is doing. You've got to change the way you think. Just because you see a snake in a dream doesn't mean like, whoa, curses are coming at me. Whoa, no, 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 man. You're a child of God. You're protected. You're the righteousness of God in Christ. We look at, we look at, we think lion, wow, Jesus. Snake, devil, no, devil. No, no, no. Remember, I'm saying maturity, mature. Okay, for us, Snake means wisdom. All right? So, I saw 
this is now in the spirit, I saw that wisdom, that a wisdom skin of the church in the Middle East was being replaced by a new wisdom skin because he was pouring out his spirit of wisdom back into the church again. Just like in the days of the kings, God chose Joseph to be an advisor to the king and the Lord is trusting us. As the ones who will rise up to places of ad ad advisory roles because godly wisdom is being poured out upon Life Church Global. I saw that others who were trusted before to build God's kingdom got distracted and in the name of God were building their own house, their own name, their own kingdom. But while they were doing that, God was maturing a Joseph on the earth called Life Church that, where, that has been faithful in seeking his heart and wisdom and building his kingdom. And then I saw the shift. I saw what was theirs being shifted to us. Because we will not be distracted in the building of our own, but we will build his house and his kingdom. Where the church has missed it in the city, Life Church will nail it in the city. Come on. I'm not just talking about Pastor John and Pastor Kelsey. I'm talking about this is a word that is on the house. He's shedding an old wisdom. You know the old tales, grandmother's tales? You know the interpretation of the snakes? <laughs> he's shedding that rubbish off. And now he's giving us wisdom. The spirit of wisdom. He's bringing wisdom back to the church so that pastors now in this church and who are being released from this church, not released as in go out, as in released to plant another church someday, hopefully being raised up and sent out, okay? Apostolic sort of ministry. People in this church will be raised up to positions where they will be advisors to top level people, to kings, queens, princes, conglomerates. You're clapping because you know you believe that that is your word. Just remember, you might think you're leaving the country this year. <laughs> but the promise has a purpose. And the purpose will take you on a whole nother journey. Are you ready for three? Life Church Global, God in 2019 is bringing a greater maturing of the Huyos son to this church. He is focused on maturing the manifest sons into his kingdom purpose. That the sons who have been faithful to his house will mature into greater purpose of his kingdom of which there will be no end. I saw that every person in life 
the church, was becoming more focused about manifesting the kingdom of God and that everything that we did or said had kingdom purpose in mind. Paul says that the kingdom of God is not just eat and drink, but it is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. This year, I saw the mature sons of God manifesting righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost, and therefore displaying, showing off, and demonstrating kingdom realities that is authority, power, and dominion of heaven on earth. Just, just say, Lord, I receive that word. I receive your maturing, God. I will manifest, come on, say it, I will manifest righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. My life will not only be about eating and drinking, but it will be about manifesting because I am a Huyo son. Amen. How many of you, when the clock struck 12 how many of you honestly on new year's eve not yesterday new year's eve how many of you felt a shift in the spirit put your hand up put your hand up i want to see no no no, no. shift mean confident confident yeah you felt a shift in the spirit let me tell you what it is okay on the midnight of the 31st when the clock went down to zero, I saw in the spirit what looked like gears inside of a lock. Looked like gears inside a lock being opened and it was the lock to the vault of new mantles. I saw angels, heavenly hosts, flying in and out and coming out with new mantles for kingdom assignments, being released upon this church carrying with them the promise for the year and also commissioned to, to see the word come to pass in your life. The Lord allowed me to see five of the mantles that he was releasing on this church. Not one, five. Say five. I saw five mantles being released. Okay, let me tell you. A lot of the church spend their time focusing on the past. The Lord is saying no for us. <laughs> New mantles are being released. Which means, which means 100 years from now, people will be praying for your mantle. <laughs> I'm telling you, I literally fell off my chair when the Lord told me these things. Come on, man. I'm telling you. These mantles, are you listening? These mantles will give us the supernatural ability to complete the mission that God has for us. Unlike gifts and calls of God that remain on a person for life, okay, a mantle stays with the mission, not with a man or a woman. Are you with me? So that means the mantle is on this house. Are you with me? So anybody that is part of this house come under the influence of the supernatural ability 
that these mantles carry. So the mantle is an authority that we will have that heaven and earth will recognize and want to partner with. Are you listening? The first mantle that I saw was the mantle of business. Business is coming. (laughs) How prophetic is that, man? I saw that God is going to rest upon this church a mantle for business. The only condition that the Lord will release this mantle upon people is if they pursue it for kingdom benefit. The Lord showed me. Now, wait, okay? Just listen to this very carefully because I need faith for it. The Lord showed me that the top 10 businesses in the UAE will come out of life because of this mantle. Come on now. Come on. This mantle upon the house carries with it a strong anointing to be successful. If you are committed and connected to this house, a simple idea will become a multi-million dollar business. I saw great prosperity coming to the church. People giving from a place of the mindset of abundance rather than poverty. And listen to this. I saw the spirit of poverty was eradicated from our church. Because of the mantle of business upon the church. I want to prophesy over you right now. If you ever had a dream, if you ever had an idea for business, this year, 2019, is the year for you to step out into business. Take it and go with the Lord. Go for it. You will be successful. The second mantle that I saw was the mantle of the supernatural upon this house. Not so happy about the supernatural. Don't worry. I'll take it. (laughs) You think only money was important? Hello. You need the supernatural for business. Hey. They're all intertwined into one another. I saw that the Lord was releasing supernatural gifts and abilities to the house that will make those who are submitted naturally supernatural. I saw the sick being healed in droves. I saw hospitals being empty. I saw creative miracles taking place. Hands growing out, legs growing out, eyes popping out. I saw miracle money, multiplication of cash in the hand. I saw gemstones falling down. I saw gold dust, weight loss, feathers, everything that the realm of the supernatural has for us. I saw it being manifested into our life in 2019. I saw that the mantle of supernatural, pay attention to this, acted as a portal that made the realm of heaven accessible to all who are part of life. I'm telling you, mark my words, 2019, you walk into the atmosphere of life. Anywhere, you will feel like you've walked into heaven. You will not need three songs and a person saying, come on, in the name of Jesus, sing in tongues. No, no, nothing, nothing. You walk in 
it's like you will bump into angels. You walk in and people who are sick will start getting healed. Why? Because there's no sickness in heaven. I want to tell you that the kingdom of heaven has come. Through this mantle, I saw angels ascending and descending upon the house because we have made the word of God and the presence of God of a high value. And the Lord said this, I've been seeing so far, now the Lord speaks. And he said this, I have called Life Church Global to be the battle of the Middle East. Please, when he spoke to me, he didn't say Bethel Church in America. I'm talking about the place that Jacob had the encounter with God, where he rest his head and angels were ascending and descending. When you walk into this room, you will be ascended into heaven with the angels. You will descend from heaven. I'm on now. <laughs> I'm telling you, church as we know it is going to change. There's a shift that's taking place. But it's because of the mantle. That mantle that is on the house is a, acts like a portal that will open. That is literally, every time you walk in, your senses, your awareness will just open up to heaven. And you will have access to heaven without the need of anything. Just by saying, Father... You're in. It's, in. it's in places like this where you have no more prayers left to pray. No more prayers of need. Just prayers of adoration. Because you're seeing him face to face. And you're looking at him in, in his eyes. And you're seeing his eyes of love. And there's just such a sense of intimacy with God. I'm just feeling it already happening right now in this room. As I'm speaking, your consciousness is opening up right now. I also saw that, the, that this mantle had another ability. <laughs> I also saw that the ability of the mantle of the supernatural was embedded into Amos 9.13. This ability... It's called, the future is now. <laughs> let, me, let me read it for you and let me tell you what it, what it is. Amos 9.13. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when the plowman will overtake the reaper and the treader of grapes, the sower of seed. The mountains will drip with sweet wine. With which all the hills will flow. There will be such a quickening of God's spirit upon our church. Let me read it to you in the New Life Translation. The time will come, says the Lord, when the grain and the grapes will grow faster than they can be harvested. <laughs> then the terraced vineyards on the hills will drip with sweet wine. Let me tell you something. When you sow a seed, whether it's financial, whether it's word, whether it's deed, whatever it is, whatever you sow, by the time you turn back, 
you will have a harvest. I'm telling you, for some of you, it's unbelievable. But that's what I'm trying to tell you. It's unbelievable. <laughs> but you have to believe it. It's a promise. Let me read it in the good news translation because some of you still don't believe it in the new living translation. The days are coming in 2019, says the Lord, when grain will grow faster than it can be harvested. Grapes will grow faster than the wine can be made. Now just imagine you're a business person. Now everybody want to be in business. Just imagine you're in business and you make an investment. <laughs> faster. You will be reaping faster than you will be sowing. Which means you will be sowing less and When I said that the promise is incorruptible, I'm saying when that seed is in you, that seed is incorruptible, which means it produces a harvest that is hundredfold. And by the time you sow another one seed, oh, it's time for you to harvest hundred. Not hundred, but hundred times. I pray that God gives you grace to really believe the word that God has it. I'm telling you, you need grace for this word. I need faith. Lord, I, I say yes, Lord, with this word. Um, every seed that I will sow, God, before I sow the next seed, I'm ready to harvest a hundred times full of everything that I have sown. Whew. Man. Whew. I saw many angels being released to the house for the work of the supernatural. Angels. Are you ready for this? Such as creative miracles. That's their names. Speedy angels. Portals, gates, and guides being released to our church. Third, I saw a mantle of creativity being released over this house. I saw a music label bringing out, bringing out regional and international music for this generation. I saw media companies. I saw fashion designers creating brands and labels out of this house. I saw the arts and entertainment. I saw theater. I saw photography. I saw communication. I saw life coaching, television, radio, events, architecture, and every creative business growing and thriving out of this church, into this city, and eventually into this world. It's a mantle of creativity. I saw that this mantle of creativity has caused the church as we know it to evolve in a body, into a body of various expressions. And the Lord is asking his church to dream. Come on. Fourth, just remember, it's our fourth anniversary 
on the fourth day of the year. And the fourth word that God is giving us is that I saw a mantle for global transformation upon our church. Do you know what that means? But when I saw this mantle, it was in the shape of a key. And on the key was the verse Isaiah 55.5. And it says this, And nations who do not know you shall run to you, because the Lord your God and the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. From today I declare that our church is going global. That because of the mantle upon us, we will summon nations we do not know. And nations who do not know us will run to Life Church Global. We will be a global influence, not just for the church, but for every mantle that is rep represented over this house. And, and I feel like God has seen this church being faithful to the people in this house. And because we're faithful to the people in this house, he's not found another body that he could give that responsibility of global transformation, but to this church. Every single person sitting in this room, let me tell you something, with the mantle over you, you will bring transformation in the world by renewing their mind. It is the word that will go forth before you. As you speak the word, nations will come to you. And nations will be changed because of the word that God is giving this house. In 2019, the world's eyes and ears will be on our church. To the human eye, we may look small and not so grand, but our impact is global. We're going out into the world with a message of life that will bring a transformation to everyone who receives the word. I saw many churches in this city partnering and joining hands with the vision that God has for this house. And we will open our hearts and our hand and welcome them home. You know, I just remembered that a friend of mine who's a prophet gave me a prophetic word in the first year of life. First year of life. I remember it. I just remember it right now. He said... In the, first, in the second year, you will double, and in the third year, you will double again, and in the fourth year, you will have a global mandate. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Fourth year. Fourth year, on the fourth day of the year, on the fourth, fourth point, man, God is saying something about the fourth. Anybody born on the fourth, global mandate. You know what that means, right? That the whole world will be looking at how you do life. The choices that you make, the way you worship, the way you celebrate God, the way you give your testimonies, the way you give financially, the way you do your business, the way you look after your family, the way you, you treat one another, the whole world is going to come and look to you and want to learn from you. That's what it means. <laughs> yeah. This is like my favorite of all the favorites. You ready? It's the fifth mantle. This mantle is the mantle of God's word. In the spirit, remember, this is all one vision that I'm seeing. One point, this whole five mantles is one vision that I saw in a span of like two, three minutes. 
It came quickly to me. And we, I was with my family and we were watching the, the fireworks and all the lighting show and I was getting absolutely whacked. Like, I mean, I was getting properly heaven on earth experience. Okay. I saw that God was releasing scrolls of revelation. See, when you, when, you, when you see what I'm seeing, it feels like, dude, this is from the Old Testament. Then you know that the, that the seer has entered into the scene. Do you understand? I saw that God was releasing scrolls of revelation of his word to the body. That's the church. 2019 will be a year of deep revelation and understanding the oracles of God and also his mind for his people. There will be an open access to the heart of God through his spirit to get revelation. It would literally be like, like opening the scriptures would be just as quick. Getting, sorry, getting revelation from the scriptures would be just as quick as opening your mobile phone and typing out something. You will be able to receive and download fresh revelation from God's heart. Don't need to wait till Friday. It's as quick as that. Okay? For some of us teachers and people who are of the word, this is like a million bucks in our pocket right now. This, you need to know what this means. This means there's an abundance of promises. Yeah. I saw that while people slept in dreams, they would receive revelation. In visions, they would eat scrolls of revelation instead of food. I saw people living off God's word and the blessing of longevity will be a sign and a wonder to many. In two 2019, we will be known for these five mantles. Business, the supernatural, creativity, global transformation, and God's word. Come on, just stand up for a few minutes. Just stand up for a few minutes, because I really feel like we need to receive this word now. Just lift up your hands. I just feel like there's a cloud of glory in this place. Just lift it up and just say, God, I just receive it right now. I receive every promise. Come on, just pray right now. Five mantles. Lord, for every person that has their hands raised and their hearts open right now, as you have spoken to me, I release the mantle upon this house. These five mantles, God, we just receive it right now by faith. We believe that you have given us this promise. And this promise, these five mantles, Father, will create a new path, a new trajectory for us. Thank you that the best businessmen will come from this house. Best businesswomen will come from this house. I thank you that our children will become businessmen and women from a young age, God. I thank you, God, that we will be skilled in the word of righteousness. I thank you that the realm of the supernatural is open to us. I thank you that creativity is open to us, God, in this place. We receive it by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Fifth one. You ready?
Anybody tired? Let me tell you something. When I was getting this word, I started feeling the weight of the word upon me. Okay? And when I started feeling the weight of the word upon me, physically, I started feeling heavy. So if you're feeling heavy right now, it's not because you're sleepy. It's because promises are being sown into you. Okay? So some of you might feel like, whoa, wow. Like, whoa. Some, some might be like, whoa, like feel, feel, you're feeling kind of dizzy or, or you're feeling happy or, or you're feeling goosebumps, and feeling heat or weight. If you're feeling weight, put your hand up if you're feeling weight. Okay, good. You know what that means? It means that God's glory is resting on you. God's glory in the word is resting on you. Okay? Do you understand? Okay. The fifth one, in 2019, I saw you becoming an overcomer over every plan of the enemy. I saw that the people who went through the furnace in 2018 came out as gold in 2019. You know, you know, I must tell you, I must tell you, you know the song that you chose to sing afterwards? I did not even know the lyrics of that song until you guys were practicing this. I was like, oh my gosh. There's something about gold in there. It's so prophetic, man. I, and even, even the song that they chose to sing at the end, they, they were like, hey, you know, I really feel like God is on this song for us personally. Pastor, you know, the, the song is taking us through this journey and all that kind of stuff. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll do this song after again, do it again. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, sounds good. We know the song so we can end with it. Little did I know that we were going to spend a lot of time on the promise still. You see how, how prophetic this day is, how prophetic this moment is. Man, let me tell you, the whole of heaven is waiting like this for you to believe the word. Angels are waiting like this for you to receive your assignment. The minute you receive the assignment, they come to you. Come on, come on. So good. I saw... That people who went through the furnace in 2018, as in problems, struggles, no money, jail, court cases, all of that. I saw you coming out as gold in 2019. This is your year to shine forth the glory of God. I saw your enemy bowing down to you. Every enemy that opposes you will bow down to you in 2019. The Lord said, no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper, which means weapons will be formed. Let them form it. Accusations will come. Let them accuse you. Because they will not prosper. The Lord says in 2019 that you will prosper. I saw that every plan that the enemy had for you. I'm talking about people as well. Sometimes even Christians. When, when you come into this realm, suddenly the people that loved you don't love you with the love of the Lord. They love you with the love of an enemy. And I'm telling you, 
Mark my words. I saw every plan that any enemy had against you. Are you listening? Becoming the very plan that God will use to destroy them. Come on, man. Every plan that is made against you, every weapon that is formed against you, every accusation that comes against you will work against them. Every weapon that they use against you, God will use against them. And this is how I saw. I saw Life Church Global like Neo in Matrix. Okay? Listen. <laughs> Listen, this is how the Lord reveals things to me, okay? And it's not the move, you know, that, not that move. No, no, not that move. I saw Neo, people shooting bullets at Neo, and he just does that. And all the bullets stop and fall to the ground. I saw that every accusation that came as bullets to you, every plan of the enemy, every weapon that was formed against you, will not prosper. But you will prosper. Come on, man. Every enemy of Life Church Global has been put on notice by heaven. Please don't think that we are going out and picking fights. We're just doing what God has called us to do, and people and the enemy. Are being influenced by another voice. You need to understand what is happening. God doesn't want to destroy them. God wants to give them an opportunity to repent. That's why he's putting them on notice today. In the realm of the spirit, right now, I put a notice to every enemy of this church. Every enemy of every member of this church, every friend of this church, every person that comes and visits this church from the beginning of time, you also added. I put those enemies on notice and I declare that your word, your accusation, every weapon that you form against us will not prosper. In fact, it would be the very thing that destroys them. Watch and see. I've said it in public. There are more angels that are guarding and protecting life than we see and know. The sixth promise that God has given us is that this year the Lord is releasing the spirit of wisdom upon the church. And just like the Chinese church, we will know when to reveal ourselves and when to be hidden. But most importantly, because of wisdom, we will grow very fast. The spirit of wisdom will be our guide more this year than ever before. The seventh, year, seventh word for 2019. This is the year for prosperity and breakthrough. In 2019, I saw that we will reap where we have not sown. And where we have not sown, and where we have sown, 
we will reap in abundance. Let me say that again. Let me say that again. I saw that we will reap where we have not sown. And where we have sown, we will reap in abundance. This is not financially, but also in word and deed. And I want to I wanna tell you now, watch your words. Watch your deeds. Watch your actions. Watch your intentions, because what you sow will come back to you in abundance. Make sure that your words are coated with love. Make sure. Make sure that your deeds are done in love. Not in manipulation, because if you sow manipulation, you will reap manipulation in, in, in abundance. This year, if you're grumbling about serving in church, don't serve. Don't do it. If you're grumbling to come to church, oh, so far, don't do it. Don't come. Please, I'm telling you, this year is a year of maturing. If you're coming, man, every step that you take in this church, every word that you believe, everything that you do in this church carries the word of prosperity and abundance over your life. So do it with the right heart. The eighth word is this is the year of great advancement. I heard, remember I said I saw, I heard, I heard the lion of Judah roar. And when I heard the lion of Judah roar, the path of life was made straight. Every time we submitted to his word in a situation that was difficult, I saw the king of kings roar over your life. Through everything that hindered your progress was made straight, was moved out of the way. It said, the Lord showed me, just like, have you seen the movie Narnia? Have you seen the end scene where, you know, Jesus was dead, the lion was dead, and then he comes back, and then he roars, and everything comes back to life? That's exactly what he showed me for us, that this year will be a year of great advancement. In 2019, we will go where no man has gone before, where no church has gone before, where no community has gone before. The eyes of the lion, I saw his eyes. I saw his eyes. They were fierce in love for his church. And everything that came in our way met the roar of the lion of Judah. Every obstacle and hindrance will be moved away by the sound of heaven through the church. Let me tell you something, man. This is the wrong year to mess with this church. Chelsea and I are very protected. I'll just let you know. That's why we're in confidence we're saying this. But you're protected as well. What covers us covers you. But man, I'm telling you, no enemy will even want to mess with you this year. 
because I saw the lion of Judah roaring through the church. I saw praise being, being the voice of the lion, being roared out of you. And every time there was a problem or a situation in your life, I saw the church, I saw the lion in, the, in you roaring out praise. And every time you roar out praise, the sound of your voice brought every situation that was dead back to life. And every hindrance that was in your way was moved out of the way because the Lord has called you. He's given you a promise. And the promise has a purpose. And everything that hinders the purpose, God will remove out of the way. Do you understand? It's very important you get that. This is the last one. In 2019, God is bringing a fresh perspective to the body of Christ. There's going to be a new move of the spirit in the church. And only the ones who carry the progressive word will be able to steward and facilitate this new move of God's glory. It will not be by our strength, but it will be by his grace alone. There's a new wine being poured out into new wineskins. See, most of us in this room have, have gone through a great year last year. 2018 has been phenomenal. But in that year, we've gone through circumstances and situations that has caused us to mature. Do you understand? We've had victory in almost every situation. And, but every time we faced a circumstance, the Lord was waiting to see what you would do. And every time you made a choice and you chose his word, you chose his presence, you chose his people, now everything began to change. And now it would felt like God was massaging you and he was removing the old and he was giving you the new. I want to tell you, Life Church Global is the new move of God. Romans 9 and verse 29, Paul, quoting Isaiah, says, Unless the Lord of hosts has left us a seed, we would have become like Sodom, and we would have been made like Gomorrah. It's very interesting what Paul is saying here. Romans chapter 9 and verse 29, Unless the Lord of hosts has left us a seed. 2019, he's given us nine seeds. Unless you have the seed in you for 2019, your situation, your life won't be like Sodom and Gomorrah. Please believe me when I say this, I don't operate under the law, neither does God. But in order for you to walk into the fullness of what God has for 2019, are you listening? You must receive his promises. Our future for this year 
the direction, the vision, the mission, everything that we would be doing this year would be based around these words. I don't do vision casting because it's not my vision to cast. I just want to hear his promise. When I hear his promise, he gives me his vision for his promise. You listening? When I receive his purpose, then I receive favor for everything that I need. God is releasing favor on you right now. But you've got to make a choice in this very moment. Do I choose to do my own thing, follow my own plans for my life? Or do I say yes to the promise? Unless the seed remains in the ground and dies, it will not bear fruit. Today you have received the promise for 2019. I'm telling you, you don't need another personal prophetic word. You don't need to run to another man, give me this, give me that. This church has been blessed with the best. When I'm talking about the best, God has taken the best prophetic words now and given to us. He must think and he must believe that you are special. And he must believe that you receive his promises. And when you receive his promises, he believes that you will fulfill his purpose for the earth. God wants to reveal his glory through us. God wants to reveal his power through us. It may not look as flamboyant as what the world has, what other churches have. But I'd rather have mercy than the abundance of the world. You understand our language will begin to change in this church. Everything that we say and do will be coded with love. Love for one another, love for God and love for ourselves. Father, I have done what you have asked me to do. I have said what you have told me to say. Father, our responsibility is to believe. And the grace that is in your word, Father, will fulfill every single promise that you have given us. Father, we stand as a church, as a family, and we say yes to every promise. We say yes to every promise. We say yes to every mentor. We say yes to bring prosperous. We say yes to the seed. We receive it by faith. 
Father, we don't need to be Jewish people to be called children of God. We have received your promise. We have believed your promise. And Father, today we can stand boldly before you as your children who have inherited the promises of God. Father, I pray for every person in this room right now, every person, every parent in the other room, every child, every person on the worship team, every person that is serving in this house. Father, I release upon them the nine prophetic words as good seed on good ground. Wow. The nine prophetic words will, you will need the nine gifts of the Spirit. You will need the nine fruit of the Spirit. Wow. So amazing, Lord. We submit to your Spirit the leading of your spirit. And Father, right now, I just release heaven upon this place. I release heaven into each and every person that is in this room. Right now, Lord, let the weight of your glory be experienced. You are not God just of language. You're a God of experience. So right now, Holy Spirit, fall afresh. Wow. Pour out the new wine of your spirit. Lord, your word said in the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and their sons and daughters will prophesy. So right now, we receive the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. By faith, we receive it right now, Lord. That our lives from this day on will never be the same. That your promise will create a new path in the wilderness of our lives. It will create a new path, a new trajectory that when people look at this church, when people look at the people in this church, they will not believe what God has done. Father, I thank you for the mantles that are on this house. Father, we receive it. We thank you for the fresh anointing, the fresh outpouring of your spirit right now, Lord, for the new year. We receive it. And God, as the father of this house, I release the blessing. everyone who wants to receive it. I release it, God. 
that it is not by might, but it is only by your spirit that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. God, we live for your kingdom. We live for your glory so that your purpose can be fulfilled in our lives. In Jesus' name.